Now Nick Jackson on doing the back. What is that? Gummy bear. Gummy bears all over the ring. Joe Ryan, the spirit of the gummy bears. What an idiot. Come on, man. Save, I don't care. Save Candace. Gummy bears are stupid and delicious. Welcome to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Uh, uh, this is April, and I'm here this week with Doug. Hey. And Scoot. Hola. And Derek is not here. So Sad face. Screw you, Derek. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. I love you, Derek. Um, how are you guys doing this week? Uh, doing all right. I was doing good till Thursday night. I was at a dance put on for elementary school kids. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, and then my throat started being on fire. So anyone listening, if you are planning on having kids or planning on working with kids, their little germ factories, don't fucking do it. There you go. (laughs) I thought you were going to have a better story like Pop That Coochie came on the radio while they were DJing Uh, or something. No, oddly oddly enough, my my kids are pretty good. Although I do have a good kid story. Okay. One of them... uh, Asked me how many times I've done the thing grown-ups do. And I'm like, what? What thing is this? And he's like, you know, the thing teenagers do when they get old enough. And I'm like, my kid is totally asking me if I have sex. That's not good. So I just told him I wasn't going to talk about that and moved on with my day. Yeah. It's like when your kids ask you if you drink. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> I hate teaching prohibition because we talk about alcohol. Yeah. And I'm, I don't want to lie to them. So, yeah, that's fun. (laughs) Uh, My week has been okay, except for the fact that appliances apparently keep failing everyone that works on this podcast. You know what? I'm still having water heater problems. (laughs) So I think my uh, appliance issues have bled over onto you. Oh, it's all your fault. I'm sorry if I've infected you with my... It's not dead, but it's it's not exactly heating heating anything (laughs) up right now. So Neither uh, is my water heater. I will spend, it's Valentine's Day when we're recording this, by the way, so I will go <laughs> home uh, after this is over, and my lovely Valentine's evening will be spent trying to fix my dryer by myself. Woo! <laughs> That's romantic. It, it's, right? It is. <laughs> All right. Um, this week was one of our favorite weeks, because we had an NXT special. Damn right. Yes. Always. <laughs> and uh, it was it was a good one. For yes. sure. Mm, very very good. Top five. There's only been five. Right? There's only been five. <laughs> so, I yes. put it a little behind our evolution and a little above uh, four way for yeah, me. Yeah. That's I've only seen the three. I still so. think four way is probably better than this one. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't into it yet at four way though. It'd probably be different if that wasn't my mm-hmm. first NXT exposure. Like, I didn't know who anyone was. Right. I was just on Twitter, and you were like, watch NXT tonight. And I'm yeah. like, okay. I don't have um, shit else to do. It was still fantastic. Yes. Uh, some of it was. Um, Hideo and Tyler Breeze were up first. Uh, Tyler Breeze comes out with a uh, selfie stick, <laughs> I, which if he doesn't start using as a weapon or someone doesn't steal from him and use it as a weapon on I'll him, be upset. I'm going to be very yeah. disappointed <laughs> at I, that missed opportunity. I am disappointed that it didn't end up being like an awkward sex toy because that's what I totally thought it was. Then I realized there was a cell phone on the end of it. Mm. But 
Because wouldn't a male model have awkward sex toys? It was very Saints Row 3-esque. Yes. That's know. what I thought when he came out with it. I'm like, it's furry, but it has that look. And April has no idea what we're talking about. There's a video game. You can beat the hell out of people with a giant purple dildo bat. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally murder people. And yes. that's kind of what it looked like. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Sounds fun. Uh, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> uh, there were a lot, a lot of kicks in this match. Just yeah. kicking the whole time. Uh, one of the highlights, I guess, at the beginning was the figure four around the pole. Yeah, that was good out of Breeze. Bret Hart-esque. Um, there was a pretty cool submission maneuver in the middle of the ring from Breeze after that, too. Um, and then, of course, Atami teased the GTS again. Um, Are they ever going to let him do it? I think so, but it's probably going to be in a match that matters more. Yeah, yeah. I'm so not like not a looking. we were kidding around and on I'm Twitter you, match. They're really giving people blue balls with the whole GTS thing. They are when when it finally happens, people are going to lose their fucking. They're going to mark out insane. Yeah. They may burn full sail to the ground when he <laughs> actually possible. hits that. The place is going to like and happiness. Rebuild. Orlando will be on fire like they won a national championship and something. <laughs> Um, so, uh, after that, Breeze wiggles out of it, and then he kicks Atami in the face, um, and pins him, but Atami kicks out it too. Uh, Atami starts kicking him a lot again, and then he drop kicks Breeze in the corner and gets the pin for the win. Yep. Uh, I kind of knew Hideo was going to win that. I felt like he was going to win that, yeah. yeah. Did anybody else see on Twitter where Hideo took a selfie? And made like a Tyler Breeze face after the match. No, <laughs> no but that's funny. amazing. That pretty yeah. good. I like, he's been teasing the crap out of Tyler Breeze yeah. and his fans on Twitter, and I love it. Uh, my thing about Tyler Breeze, I love him, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's kind of the jobber of NXT right now. Like the actually talented bit. jobber, like Cesaro was until he joined up with Tyson Kidd. Like he's yeah. going to put on a good match with yeah. you, period. Yeah. But he keeps going up against the mm-hmm. ultimate faces of yeah, NXT. That totally well, there's pushing. that. Yeah. There's that five guys. Yeah. You know, that are going to, I mean, if they're in anything with anyone else, they're going to win. Yeah. yeah. The only time it gets unpredictable is when they're fighting each other. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, Hideo is coming along nicely, I think, slowly but surely. Every match I see him in, I think, is probably a little better than the last, and he looks a little more comfortable every time he goes out there. But I still think he, he needs to get a lot more done before he's ready. Well, yeah. it is a slightly different style than what oh, they do. Oh, it's a very different style in, what he uh, did in Japan. In Japan to what, yeah. 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 I mean, you're still, I mean, you saw we're still wrestling, lot. but yeah, it's not yeah. the same. He looked so good in that match against Finn Balor because that was Him more Finn, in yeah. the style of what mm-hmm. he did before. Well, you we know? said it last week. That was a straight up Japanese style mm-hmm. match at the beginning. Exactly. They did the yeah, counter after counter. Yeah. Speaking of Japanese wrestling... I have subscribed to New Japan World. <laughs> and Which I'm, I hear is getting popular. I'm not sorry. If, I love it so much. If all of the indie companies got together and put out a version of the network, mm-hmm. they would make so it much fucking money. It would blow the network money. out of the water. The thing water. about it is, is everyone kind of has their own thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. High Spots has a thing. Ring of Honor has a paid thing that you can do. Yeah, PWX um, has like video on demand. Yeah. Um, I think Chikara is fixing to have that too. So, but no one wants to go and pay all these different things. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if they would work together to combine one, mm-hmm. even if it's not the full thing, just yeah. give me like half the special and say if you want the rest, go to right. Uh, and like Ring of Honor, ours. like I'll I'll buy their pay per views 
yeah. when, when they happen because they're only like every couple of months. But I don't know that there is another like indie out there that I would buy a subscription to. If, right. If offered specifically than, that one PWG, company, which would never go that route anyway. But if yeah, it, but if it did, if it was all in one well, place, I'm giving them fifteen dollars every couple months anyway to buy their DVDs. Yeah, so. yeah. Which is how they get around a lot of legalities by not mm-hmm. actually airing what they're right. selling. Right. They just sell a DVD taped afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, back to NXT. Um, we had Bull Dempsey versus Baron Corbin next. Disappointing yeah. of the night completely. This was, Really, I mean, it was pretty bad. That was the worst no DQ match I've ever seen. It was. There was no reason for them to make it a no DQ match. Nope. Um, Other than no count out, that was the yeah, only thing. Yeah, they spent some time outside the ring at the beginning. And then Bull got a chair, but never he, used yeah, it. Yeah, like he he went for it, but I mean, they just the, the, like there were botches. There was that really bad botch where Corbin tried to clothesline Bull over the rope, but he doesn't go. Yeah, Corbin and, goes over the rope, and then Bull just sort of awkwardly falls over the rope on purpose. Of his own yeah, free will. yeah, that um, was a little odd. It, Dempsey's diving headbutt just looked like a bad belly flop. It really wasn't. It, was uh, bad. it wasn't anything um, that, that made me think, "Oh, he's going to get the pin now." That move looked really painful. It, it, no, it, it looked. It looked silly. I yeah. think part of the problem is we've gotten spoiled. With the main five, yeah. that they are already professional. They've been yeah. at this shit for years. Well, and years. you have to think about that, too. We can't forget that NXT is a developmental right. system. Right. So Baron and There's Bull are matches. true developmental, as far as right. I know. Yeah. Yeah, um, because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Baron Corbin, not a wrestler by trade, he actually was a lineman in the NFL. Yeah. Don't surprise the, me. He played for the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. I didn't know that, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, Bull finally grabs a chair and he goes to hit Corbin, but Corbin dodges at his end of days and gets the pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, that was a lame finish too. It like was, one chair shot, one, just and one. I kind of thought it would go the other way. Like I don't know. Like I, I, I know I picked Baron Corbin to win. Yeah, but they're really burying Bull Dempsey like by not quickly. I mean, this is just a very one-sided feud. I mean, he's really like the New York Sweet Dream because there's mm-hmm. nothing nightmarish about any match he's been in. No, he, he continues just, to he lose loses cleanly every time. So. I don't know what they're doing with those two, but that was just not the, good. They need to put them with people who can help them more. Because, like, oh. Baron versus Neville was actually decent. And that may be ne- just Neville's yeah. ability helping Baron look good. But Baron looked powerful. Baron looked tough, mm-hmm. even though he eventually lost his first match. The Bull Dempsey makes him just look that much more retarded. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's just, awful. It's, really not it's a, a shame, but when they wrestle each other, it kind of brings them both down to average. Yeah. Because one of them isn't good enough to make the other one look better than he actually is. And mm-hmm. that, I mean, that happens in sports. When I used to yeah. play basketball, there were certain teams we stepped our game up against. There were certain teams they just beat our ass. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the same thing with Corbin, I think, yeah. and Dempsey. It's just not working. So they need to call it and send them elsewhere yeah, they need to before end feud it gets bad. And, and figure out another way to, to, to make their matches entertaining with other wrestlers. Yeah, it doesn't help putting them on a show like this with so many other matches that you know are going to be amazing. Right. Yeah. Because that was, that was probably the only match we weren't hyped for other than the tag team. Yeah, the right? tag team was yeah, we'll better get to than it. that one. It's actually next. We can go ahead and, and start talking about that. Um, it still wasn't great. Um there were a couple good moves, but it looked like they just weren't comfortable with each other. They weren't comfortable. The two teams. They didn't seem to know what they were doing. Like it was like they were trying to call it as they went, but neither side it, there, was talented it like enough. There was just 
some miscommunications, and yeah. it just didn't look like they were used to. Yeah, because the the other. Lucha Dragons high flying moves were weren't on point as they had been when they'd fought uh, the Vaude Villains uh, or even the Ascension, um, to where I yeah. guess those those tag teams knew each other better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, when they fight, uh, was it Blake and Buddy or? The, Murphy and Blake. Murphy and Blake. Yes. Yeah. When they when they fight those guys, it's like they need more in ring time on house shows to get their timing down because Sin Cara yeah. missed a couple moves coming off the ropes, and so did Callisto. And Callisto's usually really, really on point with mm-hmm. his high flying stuff. I, I think he just slipped. It's a like his didn't look like a botch. His looked like oh fuck, there was something slick on the rope or sweat yeah. or whatever because he was going for it and then was like oh shit. Yeah, the whole thing felt kind of rushed. I think too. They, if they, I felt like maybe if they had slowed down just a little bit. Yeah, if they'd have taken know, a little more time with the pace. Yeah, I know and the, the Lucha Dragons like to work at that. And they were trying to pace. They were trying to keep the energy up because Lucha Dragons aren't really that over. They're only kind of over, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get Blake and Murphy over, but they're not there yet. I think Blake, Blake and Murphy have a lot of potential, and they they're good workers in the ring. Um, what didn't they do a like team move that I like freaked out over? There was something they did towards the end of the match that was like, okay, now I finally see yes. Yes, they where they're going they with threw this. Sin Cara way up into the air. Yes, yeah, and, and did something. Did something him. crazy to him. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was the first time I've been like, okay, I'm now paying attention to Blake and Murphy. Right. I I want them to have some more character development too. Like yeah, we know nothing about them. That, to me, they're just like identical, like carbon copies of each yeah, other. Yeah, we have I no backstory. Really It'd be really funny to make them like literally clones of each other in storyline. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> scientists decided to clone an athlete and make a tag team. <laughs> It'd work in NXT. Yeah, it maybe. Um, we do have. There's like a team. There was supposed to be a team of like college wrestling athletes type guys that were going to be like a tag team together yeah. and I don't know whatever happened with them but I don't know I don't think maybe they're going to be a team or something I don't know hmm. oh. but they probably would have been something similar Dill- to that Dillinger to and that one guy the like one of two black oh, dudes oh that they were the opposite color Trump. no it wasn't them no? it, was two, okay. it was two other guys um, so in that tag match Blake gets the pin after he uh, hits a frog splash yep. I don't remember who he pinned Kalisto, uh, yeah, I think it was Kalisto, which yeah. surprised me because Sincara just isn't as good. Like, yeah. I I don't understand Kalisto's how he's really good. And like like I said, I like both of these teams. I just didn't like them fighting each other here. It didn't work. And the only thing I've seen about house shows was Vaude Villains versus Blake and Murphy. I haven't seen anything about Lucha mm-hmm. and Blake and Murphy. So maybe they and that might be it. They just haven't worked enough together. Mm-hmm. And they and putting them on. Uh, an NXT pay-per-view may not have been the, the best place for them to, to wrestle each other the first or first couple times. Yeah, if that had been on like one of the weekly episodes, it would have been like, all right, that's mm-hmm. that's an opening match. On well, they took the yeah. belts on a weekly show. Yeah, yeah which was crazy. Them, but it wasn't like a crazy long match or anything. Yeah, it was like all of a sudden it was over and they mm-hmm. had them. Yeah, it was kind of like shocking. Like, oh, what? Wait, what just happened? Uh, okay, so now we're getting into the good stuff. Uh, we had Finn, ba- Finn Balor versus Adrian Neville. This was probably my favorite match of the show. Um, for obvious and not obvious reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it starts out, 
just like you would think it would. These two going just crazy. You have a Balor uh, Topecon Hello onto Neville Ramp side. Um, there's some crazy stuff. When Balor drop kicked Neville into the barricade on the side, that was yeah, pretty that was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I think's interesting, though? The past three or four times, other than against Corbin, I've seen Neville. He's done that very indie thing of starting out slow, mm-hmm. like headlocks and arm bars, and like when we saw the old men wrestle. <laughs> and then about... Sometimes that's good, though. Then you just see the switch turn on, mm-hmm. and everybody just goes fucking crazy on yeah. each other. and that happens. Which, Especially with those yeah. two. It's good, but now I'm expecting it every time. Yeah. So it's like not having the same pop as it did when I was first watching him. After that Topicon hello that I said where he went over the top rope, it sort of... That was the switch. Yeah, that was the switch. And, uh... That's when Finn hurt his ass, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it looked like he pinched (laughs) it on the ramp. Uh... But now he teased that more than once in the... In the beginning of that match. mm -hmm. And Neville moved or hopped up and hit him on the rope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he finally came through and hit it. Um... When they're back in the ring, he hits a double stomp to the back of Neville's head. Um, That was crazy. Okay. My favorite part of this match. And I don't know, did you guys even realize that this happened? Neville did a Phoenix Splash from the second rope. I yes. read it. I did, I did not yeah. notice not it the at the top rope, From the second rope. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, he is not human. No, he's a well, cyborg. Yeah. He might really. be a video game character. I'm yeah. not sure. He's a hobbit. It was crazy. They didn't even call it a Phoenix Splash on there, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, they no, it like I a corkscrew or something. I read like, it or listened to another podcast or mm-hmm. something about it, and they straight up brought up it was a Phoenix Splash mm-hmm. that Rollins did a couple weeks ago, but yeah. for the yeah. second row. They didn't even call that a Phoenix Splash when Rollins did it. Well, that's because well, they didn't know. That's because the main Rollins. announcers have no idea what's going no, they, on. They really don't. I don't know if Michael Cole's ever seen one before. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if he goes online, he can see Seth Rollins one. <laughs> uh yeah no kidding <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later uh balor finally hits the sling blade um on the second attempt neville goes for the red arrow uh but balor gets his knees up balor rolls him up but neville kicks out um and then balor does that vicious drop kick into the corner which obviously is going to be one of his moves now because he's done it to a when Tommy he, when and When he's in Neville. the ring with someone who can take it. Yeah, that's not true. A, not everyone can take that. That's crazy. Uh, and then he hits the double foot stomp for the pin. The coup de gras. Coup de gras. Is the official name. That yeah. move has to hurt so bad. It has to, right? There's no way you can take and land on somebody. Even if when you hit him, you bend your knees and, and you know roll Neville off of him. probably didn't feel it. He's got like rock hard ass. <laughs> Um, when you're that short and weigh 197 pounds, <laughs> you must be just muscle all the way through. Probably. What, when the one thing you can complain about is Finn's entrance wasn't different enough from the last it one. It wasn't different. It didn't have the same effect. I don't know if it was where they had the cameras placed this time, but it wasn't as intense as it was the first time. Because we hadn't seen it before yeah. on the first no, one. I don't ha- think that was it, though. I, do think, I think they had the cameras different. I'm going to go back and, and watch. And see, I'm, uh, regardless of the cameras, I'm with Doug on this. It was, it was like watching a movie the second time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, already, I already knew what to expect when he was coming. Now, um, I like the wings on his back. Yeah. That was pretty nice. They uh, really upped the artistry on it. The they paint did. was different when I went back and looked yeah. at like a side-by-side. Mm-hmm. The paint, other than the teeth on the neck, was a lot different. It looked like last time it was actually painted on him. This time it looked like it was like um, airbrushed. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that the the paint that he comes out wearing on pay-per-views um, may get a little different depending on t-shirt sales of... That's the thing. That's why... One because of the they've already got the shirt out that's got that... two of those shirts. They've got the one with his face and then the one with that's the, right. the stuff. Yep. So I think they're... As long as he's an NXT for a while, I think that's going to be... And if he starts slinging lots of shirts, they'll make lots of designs. So they'll yeah. let him come out in different stuff. That's why uh, John Cena has so much gear. But I, I heard, would expect some crazy stuff once he gets to the main roster. I would too. Sure. I heard rumors that um, if he's in NXT a while, even though he won't be, like that... Every few months, they'd switch it up, kind of like Cena does. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's the teeth. No matter what painting he does, it's going to have the teeth. Everyone buys that. Once everyone buys that, we'll that get a new one. They'll yeah. do another one. It'll yeah, that everyone buy that T-shirt. It's smart venom marketing. mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So next, we have the women's match. Um, I love Corey Graves' level of hate for Becky for Lynch. Becky Lynch. <laughs> yes, we. <laughs> When me and Derek were at the show last night, we uh, talked shit about people who were in the front row headbanging that looked like Becky Lynch. (laughs) There were girls there that looked like Becky Lynch. Well, there were girls with really long hair doing the horns headbanging at the stage. And me and Derek were at the bar going, uh, that fucker's totally Becky Lynch in it. Yeah, just so you know, Derek and Scoot went out to a heavy metal show last night. We went to a heavy metal show at what I would consider a dive bar. On Friday the thirteenth, it was it's Ground Zero is like lower than a dive bar. Well, okay? it, Ground Zero it's was not lower even dive bar status. <laughs> it was lower than a dive bar when it was in the old building. Now that it's moved next door and it's a smaller venue, it's shittier. Yeah, which is saying something. If you've ever if you've been ever to been to this, this place, you would know. Yes. Yeah, yes. But the old one had some charm. The old one did have a lot of mystique to it. Yeah, the new one doesn't have that yet, but no. I'm sure it'll get there. So, so Derek can stay out late doing that, but now he's not here today, so that's okay. He's well, probably, I'm sure he's out buying lots of storage units right now. He, as far as I know, he's in a different state. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. He um, has a significant other, though. He needed to... He does. Yeah, he, we don't. He needed we're all painfully single. <laughs> that's why we're here on Valentine's Day. We don't have shit else to do. Uh, I have a lot of other stuff to do, just so you know. Not Valentine-related stuff, though. <laughs> yeah. That was the point I was making. I went to the movies today. There you sure go. Other people that were with their Valentines went to the movies today. Yeah, you they all went to Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm just proud y'all avoided Fifty Shades of Grey. We did not I go see Fifty that. Shades of Grey. We Thank went God. To see, uh, Kingsman, and it was very good. I highly suggest it. Although I am very partial to Colin Firth, so if you hate him, you probably won't like it. I didn't know movie theaters in the area were showing anything besides Fifty Shades of Grey today. Yeah, yeah, there there are some other movies out right now, surprisingly enough. Excuse me. All right, um, so the women's match. My favorite, Corey Graves says something really funny when uh, Becky Lynch is doing her entrance. Um, They're talking about her or whatever, and he's like, there's nothing authentic about her as a person. Like, Which is great because like everything. Really mean. I think he really hates her. I think he life. does too because everything she does looks really forced. Well, and it's weird because Corey Graves, he's not a face or a heel announcer. So if he's saying it, it's just because he doesn't like her. Like mm-hmm. he's the expert analysis now mm-hmm. since he was a wrestler. She must be a bitch backstage or something because yeah. he can't stand Maybe she her. stole his parking space. I don't know. <laughs> um, another comment as they were all coming out and milling about. Charlotte has no butt whatsoever. None. No. She has like a negative ass. It's like concave. April, I'll tell you right now, it's okay 
Because I'm not an ass man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, her boobs were about to pop out the whole time. I'm a tit guy, so I, so I wouldn't have... She I kept would, adjusting. She, could have she been, kept adjusting a lot. I think she could have, was a little bit too small. She could have been naked from the waist down, and as long as her boobs were trying to pop out, I'd have never noticed. <laughs> well, I noticed that she has no butt whatsoever. Um, maybe, maybe it just appears that way because she's so tall. No, there's no button. Oh, okay. There. All it's right. Like there. I said, I'm not looking, so <laughs> I'm just trying to well, help her out. Okay, can like super tall people have a butt? I don't know. Uh, you do some squats. Yeah, you do Anyone some squats. Okay. Well, Charlotte obviously doesn't do enough squats. No. Uh, she's genetically just, superior. Just go so. on Twitter and hit up hashtag she squats, and you'll see all the pictures you need to see about how to get an ass. Okay. Good to know. Scoots done that. <laughs> I am familiar with Yoga Pants uh, pages on Twitter. Yes, what's the point? Oh, God. You're so sad. Okay. Uh, we have Becky and Sasha working together a little bit at the beginning of the match uh, until Becky hits the pump handle suplex on Sasha, so that didn't last forever. Yeah, that ruined that for them. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good suplex, though. It was. It was. Yeah, it was. I'll, I'll give Becky that. Um, she does those dumbass leg drops again, though. Yeah, can I say on the leg drops... The first time I've seen a lot of bitching about the NXT crowd. I love the NXT crowd. I think it's hilarious. I'm going to be like that when we eventually go see NXT. But the one guy in the crowd going better than Hogan yeah. was Becky Lynch. It was like the whole crowd was chanting it. It wasn't a lot of people. It was at least half the crowd. You, uh, you could hear what they were saying. If it was, it was what it was, but it. it was seven people right near a microphone. Probably. Yeah. Like when we were yelling Stardust at Raw and you could kind of hear us. There was like five of us. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, and then another Corey Graves quote. Uh, they were talking about Seamus tweeting. Uh, about the Irish invasion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. tweeting whatever about Becky. Uh, and Corey's just like, maybe Seamus can hang out with Becky Lynch because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I really want to know the backstory to find out what she did to Corey Graves or if it's just like one of those people uh, like you're in a public place and you see them and you go, I don't know what it is about you, yeah. but I really want to punch you in the face. They're probably really good friends and they just give each other shit. Yeah, they just rib each funny. other. Yeah, it could it just could be. be ribbing. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I want it to be pure hatred. Either way, it's entertaining. Me. Yes. Um, Bailey hits a hurricane run on Charlotte from the top rope, which was pretty sweet. It was. Uh, and then she hits gets uh, Bailey to belly and goes for the pin on Charlotte, but Becky breaks it up. Uh... You've got the three on the outside, and then actually Sasha does a tope con hello and goes over the top row. Yep. I don't know if I've seen that. Was, I was impressed there. Um, these chicks can wrestle, man. They can. And then, uh, so Charlotte went over the top row. Right after Sasha, out. Charlotte goes yeah. and cross bodies th- all, three all three of them well, at the She's same tall time. enough to cross body about seven of them. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, another uh, Corey Graves quote then, too. Could you imagine if you had to come out here every week and watch Becky Lynch headbang with that championship? (laughs) (laughs) I love Corey Graves. No, no, I could not. We had too many people here to hear the announcing the other day. I caught that on my second time through. Uh, Bailey hits the Bailey to Billy, whatever you call it, on Charlotte. I call it a hugged flex. I don't care what anybody else calls it. Yeah. um, Uh, Sasha breaks up the pin again. Sasha locks in the crossface for a while. Yeah, she that gets was her crazy. In that Charlotte's trying to get to the rope. She can't get there. Eventually, Sasha just fucking rolls her over. And gets Which is in. the most disappointing part of the entire match. I don't you know. Went, Sometimes I think it's good to get an you ending went, like that that people aren't expecting. Well, I don't mind the ending you don't expect. What yeah. I don't believe is realistic 
was going directly from the submission hold into a funny roll-up pin. Yeah. Yeah. If, well, she tired her out. Well, I mean, if Benoit had never down. done it with the cross face, yeah. there's no way Sasha Banks came up with that. Right. But, yeah. Um, I have to comment on Bailey because, like, I like Bailey's character, but I haven't really liked her wrestling until this match. Yeah. She's shown she some good. serious mm-hmm. I think she's glad work. to get back out there. Yeah. She, in a real match. She's been, I don't know what she's been doing, but what she needs to keep doing it because it's mm-hmm. totally working. She's getting All good. Three of these girls, I'm really impressed with. But even Becky hit a couple suplexes in there that, yeah, that looked good. Yeah, she didn't look bad as, I just, a, as a worker. Um, I, just I hate, hate her, her character, character. <laughs> and I hate those fucking leg, dro- leg drops, and I hate head banging, and I hate the stupid. I hate the I terrible hate, top yeah. that she wears with the half cape negligee thing on the back. What the fuck is that? Yeah, why did she have wings? It looked bad. She it's has just, them every time. She needs a stylist. She needs <laughs> Miss Sandra. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, anyway, so that's enough complaining about Becky, I guess, but I could do that all day. <laughs> we should have Corey The Grace match on. was great. Becky Lynch sucks. Um, <laughs> but we have a new women's champion, and it's yes. Sasha Banks. And I'm totally okay with I'm it. I'm very okay with that. I love her. She can put on some good matches. Yeah. So. Well, maybe, Although. Maybe we'll get her versus Bailey for a while. Derek nice. tweeted out the picture NXT posted oh, of her. Oh, it was with horrible. The, she looked Belt. bad. Oh, she, she, she looked well, she just wrestled a match. Yeah. I know, and that's fine, but wait 20 minutes. Yeah, let her. And let no, her. dude, let her look just as gross as all the dudes when they come backstage. <laughs> she just fought her ass off for 20 minutes. That's true. She's not going to look like she just but, woke up out of bed. She's not Beyonce. But okay? let, let me put it this way. I never understood the Sasha's ratchet chant until they posted that picture. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is where that came from. You would look ratchet too, Doug. I would. No, I'm not saying I would. Doug looks fine with no makeup on. I'm just on. saying there's a double Sasha standard Sasha looked ratchet. Yes, there is a double standard. About complaining that's happening right now, and I'm not cool with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Let her look like she just kicked someone's ass for 20 minutes, okay? Okay. Fair. All right. All right. I have, like, so many notes on this next match, you guys. Uh, you say it's, like, a full page? It's, like, a full page of notes. <laughs> I, listen, I've watched these guys wrestle a lot. And this was a, a good match. For it those of you that it don't wasn't watch, their best match that I've ever seen. But for those of you that don't watch NXT, there. April's not telling you the names that were in the main event. It was Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens yes. in the main event. If you didn't know that, you, you need to go watch NXT right now. Yes. Um, also, as as the match started, we had a very emotional moment here in Doug's apartment. Uh, April teared up as they came to the ring. I did. <laughs> I'll freely admit that. Everyone thinks it's funny, but... I do find it funny, because it's, it's just the... I guess I don't have the same emotional connection to these people. These two guys have a history, and I know a lot about that history. And seeing them together, live, in the same ring, and I'm fixing to and, watch them wrestle is a big deal. And in WWE. They're my two favorite wrestlers in the world. That's pretty good. And that says something. Whether we pretend it's developmental or not, it's still the WWE overarching corporation. Right. So they've it's, it's the it's the exact storyline they were telling. Mm-hmm. They worked together for fourteen years coming out of the same indies, the same trainer area, like they're both from Quebec, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they're they both just from suburbs of Montreal. Both of them were guys that if you had looked at them even like three or four years ago, you say, there's no way in hell Vince will ever sign them. Mm-hmm. And they've worked their ass off, and they're better than almost everyone on the main roster. Yeah. That's, 
Yeah, because there was up. there was someone that tweeted out uh, that they were watching a guy in basketball shorts and a ska kid take over the WWE. Who'd ever pretty thought? Much. Speaking of ska kid, I've got to get that new Sami Zayn t-shirt. Yeah, it does so look pretty good. good. Yeah. Sami like, Zayn and the Zaniacs. I like that one, and I like the Operation Olay shirt from What a Maneuver. Oh yeah, yeah, they have that looks like they, the Operation Ivy t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. Um, the video packages that they show before this are just so good, man. Yeah, NXT has the best video packages, which WWE has good video packages too, but they're just so NXT's not run good. by Vince. It's, that's why it's better. Um, it's really cool. I think how they showed them walking from backstage. Um, they don't touch each other for a little while at the beginning of the match. They take their time. One's over here, one's over there. Kevin Owens keeps rolling away from Yeah, them. he rolls out of the ring a couple well, times. The anticipation of them just finally they were teasers. landing a punch or anything is so big. And he had to heal it up. Yeah. Like, he's proven three or four times he can beat the fuck out of Sami Zayn, but he's just going to make you pissed off before he does mm-hmm. it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Mind games with Zayn. Which, there is a quote there when it first started. Well, this was after... Sammy does goes over the ref and over the top rope on yeah. Kevin Owens, that which was, was the first yeah. time. That was like the first move. Um, and they get back in the match, and I think it was Albert or someone said Sammy Zayn is an angry man, and Albert I think said Kevin Owens made Sammy Zayn an angry man. And I was like, I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really just got under his skin. Because even when he was feuding with Neville, mm-hmm. Zayn only got annoyed. He didn't mm-hmm. get like. He was, like, disappointed in Neville. Yeah. He wasn't pissed. Yeah. Then he Neville got... Never went full heel. Yeah. He just sort of... Owens got him pissed, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Sammy's landing a bunch of punches on him. Owens finally gets a clothesline, uh, and the Zane selling begins. <laughs> and the Zane selling was... And I mean selling. <laughs> fantastic. I mean, at one point, Owens fucking clotheslines him in the corner, and he like does a corkscrew falling back down to the to the ring. It's like insane. And people don't realize there's a side of wrestling to getting your ass beat to the selling. Like yes. people just think, oh, well, you just get your ass beat. That it's part of why I don't like John Cena. John Cena's selling just falls over and gets his ass he beat. He no sells. I would rather have. The elaborate bullshit Ric Flair style selling, exactly of the take a couple stumbles and fall flat on your face. Yeah. Then the horrible no selling of John Cena. Yeah, agreed, hundred <laughs> percent on that. Um, they say that Kevin Owens is two sixty. I don't think he's two sixty. I don't either because I'm sitting here right now in this apartment at two sixty five. He's a big and he's huskier boy. than I am, and, and he doesn't. You know he's, he's not short. Tall. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's just no way he's. I don't think. I don't think Kevin Owens is 260. Um, Owens drops Zane onto the rope, uh, and then goes back into. Now that was a cool maneuver. I'd never seen that before. That was good. Uh, Owens suplexes Zane, and then the beatdowns begin. Uh, It was. Uh, It pretty much turned from there. I mean, he goes. They go around the ring. It gets to the point where Zane can just like. He's like slapping Owens, but there's like nothing behind him. Yeah, like it's like yeah. zero strength it's, left. It's almost like a drunk baby. Um, <laughs> some lariats and chops on the outside of the ring, um, and then when they're back in the ring, this is this is pretty brutal looking. Where Owens hits the gut buster, and then immediately does a senton, 
Yeah. And pins Zane, but he still kicks out at two. That, instinct. I don't know how he kicked out at two it's right instinct. there. And this is not even like halfway through. It's insane. Uh, we get our first <laughs> SummerSlam comparison at that point, too. Yeah. Um, Which I think I had made like five minutes before the announcers yeah. did. Uh, Zane lands another soft slap. Uh, but then he sort of gets the second win. Uh, and he hits this blue thunderbomb. No that idea. was good. I have no idea how he managed to do that. Um, it just looked like he was dying, and then all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere with that. Yep. Just the yep. adrenaline kicked in. At Smelling salt. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, Owens kicks him from the corner, uh, and he just like loads up like a bull. Like he just like is like huffing and spits yeah. flying out of his mouth. Oh yeah, he like specifically spit on him from the top rope, didn't he? Yeah. He and that this was like right before he runs and hits cannonball in the corner. Yeah. Uh, I wonder uh, how much bodily fluid Kevin Owens has actually protruded onto Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Yeah, because there's the match where he they're spitting at each other, yeah. and then he blows the snot rocket on him in the Indies. And he spit on him the other night in NXT. <laughs> That's just a lot of exchanges of bodily fluid. It is. It is. They're practically related now. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Where where were we at? Okay. The cannonball. cannonball. Um. Somehow, Sammy kicks out of that, too. Instinct again. Uh, some move that Owens did here on Sammy where he picks him up and, like, his head and his neck, like, over his knee is, like, some sort of weird neck breaker. It's a um, pump handle neck breaker. Yeah. He, I actually knew what it was. Yeah. This is a really stupid reason. But when I downloaded Steen's moves for the Xbox game, yeah, that's one of his one finishers. Of okay, that's not a so stupid reason. I was like, oh, okay, I know what I'm that really is. I'm really bad at names of mo- like moves and stuff. Like, I know what a Hurricane Ron is. I know what a Suplex is. But well, when again, some of the crazier stuff, that, I'm just like, I'm that just, was the shit. I can't <laughs> remember it all. Um, I just know it looks cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that looked pretty cool. I think. Um, so Zane, Sammy kicks out of that too. Uh, he counters when Owens is going for the power bomb with the drop kick and does the half Nelson suplex on Owens. So he's still fighting back at this point. Yeah, a good bit. Um, Owens attempts going to the top rope, but Zane runs up and grabs him. And Owens starts landing some punches on his stomach, and Zane falls all the way to the mat. And then Owens from the top rope does the flip and. Does like a senton on, yeah. From the top ropes, crazy. he likes sentons. He but does. He does. A they lot look of really good coming from a guy that big. Yeah, a guy that size doing that kind of acrobatic aerial maneuvers is I mean, really you really something see to see how much this guy can do. And this is not everything he can do. Right. No, we're we're, not, we're just scratching the surface. Don't do this many moves. No. Right. What what you end up with people his size doing are the stupid bull dancey head mm-hmm. headbutt. I mean, he was doing the all big different boot. moves until the end of this match. I'm putting my foot up until you run into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sammy has Owens in the corner and lands an exploder suplex uh, and then sets up for the Huluva kick, but Owens gets out of the way, out of the ring. Uh, on the outside, Owens goes for the apron powerbomb, but Sammy grabs the ropes, turns yep. around and bounces off the ropes to land back on top of Owens. And that's when he hits his head on the ramp, and it was all downhill from there. Yep. Because he really sold that concussion. <laughs> yeah, they, they've they gotten good. There's certain guys who sell I Am Concussed really well. A lot better than Sammy people does. who actually I have mean, concussions. He was stumbling around the rest of that match. Sa- Sammy straight up sells yeah. I Have a Concussion. He's 
great I mean, at I it. I was wondering if he really did. I yeah. was like, was he supposed to hit his head on the ramp like that? It was crazy. And then the, and then after that comes the uh, yeah, unholy reign of powerbomb. <laughs> Zane kicks out. Owens lands a bunch of punches and uppercut. He's just killing him. The ref pulls him off. The trainers come in to check on Sammy. Owens hits another powerbomb and another powerbomb. Zane kicks out again. Well, that was the one where he didn't really kick out. He just kind of rolled over. Yeah, he kind of yeah. side rolled. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was a no energy kick out for sure. Trainers are in the ring this time to check on Sammy. Uh, Owens grabs Sammy, hits another powerbomb, and another powerbomb. That's five, I think. Yeah, it was five by the end. At that point, the ref pulls Owens off and calls the match before he's able to hit another one. Well, he went to... He went to put him in position to do another powerbomb, and it was like doing it with a wet towel. Yes. I mean, there was no – he was just like, dead weight. I feel like, I mean, if he had went for a pin there, he probably would have got it. Yeah, yeah. But that – But that's not the heel side of Owens. That's mm-hmm. – he's, I'm going to destroy you completely, that kind of thing. And also, too, it's one of those things, if he clean pins Sammy, mm-hmm. the comeback of Sammy is not believable. Yeah, there's no – Because Owens beat him so handily. This way, it's kind of debatable. Well, did he really beat Sammy, Mm -hmm. or did it get called before he should have, and blah, 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 blah. Now, I haven't been a wrestling fan for very long. You guys know that. Less than a year. I don't know if I can remember seeing a match where they just called it, and the guy won the belt because he just kicked too much ass. See, I think... I don't remember a match in I have never seen that happen, but I don't think Vince would ever let that be a storyline. I mean, I've been watching Attitude Era shit. I think if this, I think if someone went with that idea to Vince in the right way, he would do it. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, but that's it's, any idea, I guess. It's you have to know how to tell Vince. I have so never. In well, all my John Cena, how do you do that? Years of wrestling watching, I have never seen a I'm gonna pass the belt because he's too hurt to continue. So you won. That was crazy. Yeah. I've seen last man standing matches, but that's you're down for ten seconds. But see now, and and NXT did another thing uh, involving injury uh, with a with it turning into a pinfall with the Neville thing. Yeah, where he actually called for a trainer like he was injured, and then small packaged his opponent, which I don't remember who he was wrestling at this moment. Maybe Sammy. It was, it was okay. Sammy. Yeah, so he calls yeah. out like he's actually injured. They bring a trainer down to the ring to check on his knee. Sammy comes over, and he small packages Sammy, which I thought was a controversial ending, but it never really, there was nothing really said about it after that. Well, that was sort of the beginning of them. Yeah, that was kind of like Sammy was still like, hey, buddy, are you all right? And Neville did the, I'm going to do anything to win. That was sort of Neville's temporary sort of kind of heel turn while he was in that feud with Sammy. Yeah. That was his Smeagol to Gollum switch? Kind of. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Nerd. Okay. Uh, so Owens is literally like making out with the belt after it's over. That was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny. Like one second, I think he was really crying for a minute there too. He like, may have been. His eyes were red. Well, it's funny because he disrespects the belt when it's on Sammy. Yeah, he just. Mm-hmm. But then he gets it, and he literally like I was half expecting him to put it in his crotch and hump it. Yeah. I I was waiting on it, and it never happened. Did you happened. see the adorable picture that he tweeted out of his little baby girl with the belt at his house? No, no I did but that's not. awesome. Oh my God, it was so cute. He tweeted like these four pictures. Of, like, his little girl sitting in the middle of the belt in their living room, like, holding on to it. It was horrible. Uh, that's that's awesome. Cute. It was really cute. Now, what I did notice on Twitter, the indie uh, scene was definitely behind Owens. Oh, big time. I didn't see that response on Sammy when Sammy got it. No. They're so used to, well, what do you mean? Like, like the, okay, like, every indie guy I follow on Twitter, well, which... Well, the thing with Sammy's weird, because... 
it it's people, like they people, act like he's a sellout. But no, not that. It, it's part of what his character was on the Indies. You got to remember that he was El Generico. Was he? Yeah. Or were they just... He sticks to the fact that he that was not, he El Generico. not El Generico. El Generico is in Mexico. So are they just helping him with kayfabe by not tweeting at yeah. him? Very possibly, because everybody knows Steen is Owens. So when you see the Young Bucks going, yeah, Mount Rushmore's part of Mount Rushmore's making it, or yeah. or Adam Cole, or any of those guys, uh, you know, because those two people are the same person. I think they love Sammy just as much. Okay, they're yeah. just helping him with his kayfabeness. Mm-hmm. They're keeping up his uh, his end of the story. Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of our boy did it. Yeah, you know, awesome. So proud. Yep. I did not see that. But now with Sammy. Steen is like king of the Indies. Or at least he was. Right, but I would feel like Sammy would be a top tier, like, yeah. with Young well, Bucks. Sammy was always, too, that guy that's with Steen, like... It, I don't know. It's probably just them helping him with his kayfabe. That, but it's, yeah. But I Kevin, noticed it, Kevin and I was like, Kevin is just huh. that guy that talks all the time to everybody, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, very, very personable. Just And you get that, like, you guys need to watch all of the Kevin Steen shows. Yeah. Where he interviews all the other indie wrestlers. It's so good. Every single one of them I watched was was good and interesting. And he made it that way. Right. Like, I've watched... High Spots does now, since Kevin went to WWE, they enlisted Chuck Taylor and Trent to sort of take over that role. Trent? And they have their best friends show where right. they interview people. It's it's not as good. Like, it's still good. It's fun. I mean, it's basically watching them hang out. Right. You know? And so that's like listening to us. Exactly. Kind of. But they're, <laughs> they're not all good. Like, I've found myself getting not interested in them while I'm watching them. But all of the Kevin Steen ones were just Well, you so told good. me about the one with, is it Elgin? Where he's just like... Michael Elgin? Oh, my God. Yeah, where that he's... Guy's an, he's a depraved individual. Listen. But Steen made it funny, so you watch the whole thing. Listen. All of our listeners that live, that watch indie wrestling probably know who Michael Elgin is. I fucking hate that guy. Like, in real <laughs> life. Like, I hate... I'm not a fan of him as a wrestler, either. But I fucking hate him as a person. Like, he's a horrible, horrible... I don't know. I'm just not even going to get into it. But anyway, I don't like Michael Elgin. <laughs> okay. Also... He's a, he's a dick. <laughs> okay. um, on Twitter, did anybody else see where... I don't remember if it was Nick or Matt Jackson... Uh, tweeted out the picture of them with the junior New Japan belts yeah. and Steen okay, with the NXT belt at Jim Cornette. Yes. <laughs> That's it was funny. amazing. <laughs> I didn't see them it was, yeah. it, all it said was at Jim Cornette, but and it was so those funny. two pictures, them oh with God. the New Japan belts and Steen with the... Uh... I love the Young Bucks so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jim Cornette was wrong about a lot of people. Oh, yes. I'll just say that. Also, Young He Bucks, continues to be wrong eight about days. a lot of people. He does, yeah. There's probably a reason Jim Cornette is doing big time wrestling and not a legitimate indie. Hey, big time wrestling is something. It's big time, (laughs) Derek. Damn it. Anyway. Um, (laughs) But speaking of the IWGP belts, Bullet Club cleaned up, man. They really did. Uh, New Beginning. And I haven't watched, I've watched Road to New Beginning. I haven't watched either of the New Beginnings yet. So I've got to do that at some point. Maybe if we get all these snow days that we're supposed to get next week, you can get all this I'm accomplished. I'm going to spend all, all of that wrestling. time all on of New Japan World. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> I have to go back. I've been told that I have to watch the '94 J Cup, um, which apparently is one of the best wrestling shows of all time. So culture question. Yeah. Bullet clubs like the invasion angle, like the white guys coming into New Japan, right? Pretty much, yeah. 
So does it piss off the Japanese people? Or are they like all well, heels? Well, there's one Japanese guy in there. Right. He's kind but, of a turncoat. So How they hate he? him. Well, you still see a lot. You see a lot of people in the crowd that have bullet clubs. Okay. They, they are the heels, like. 100%. Okay. Oh, yeah. But it's just like here where people pull for heels. People pull for the and NWO and all that. Too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I was just were... curious because I don't know enough about Japan wrestling. But, yeah, yet. you've got um, Kenny Omega has the junior heavyweight Right. I saw that. AJ Styles has the heavyweight championship. Okay. Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson have the tag belts. Right. The Young Bucks have the junior, the junior tag, tag belts. Like, it's crazy. They, uh, they have every belt except the IC, which Nakamura... Yeah. I haven't looked at spoilers. Okay. Apparently, it came on at 4 a.m. our time this morning. Fuck. New Beginning in Sin. Uh, I was Sin awake. Night, which is part two, and that was where Nakamura was defending his belt. And I haven't I haven't really been on the internet today, so I don't know if he won or lost, but he did still have, like, their IC belt. So. Was he fighting a Bullet Club guy? I don't know. I need to look at the card and see. That would be very important. I don't think it was, now. Okay. He um, probably still has it. Though. But yeah, I really I need to watch those shows. I have been spoiled 100% on the first show. But oh, yeah. I'm going to watch it still anyway. And the thing about the Bullet Club guys is they're fucking hilarious when they're in ring together. They're Even funny all the time. Their yeah. intros, like, there was something, uh, there was a Vine that I saw uh, earlier today, and it was three members of Bullet Club cosplaying with Kiss makeup. Nice. Okay. There's, um, Carl Anderson is on Vine now. Mm-hmm. Machine Gun KA is his Twitter handle. Follow him, he's really funny. Um, and his vines are hilarious. Like he's he's been doing he's done a couple with like the young bucks. You showed me like, one the other night during Raw. The young bucks are on the bus and like his hair's all down. And he's like, "There's a girl on the bus. I'm gonna go holler." At yes, her. I <laughs> saw that. <laughs> and he goes and turns around and it's Matt Jackson. Yeah, it's hilarious. But um, so his vines are funny. But they also they have a podcast that they do. It's just a half hour podcast every week. And it's like Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson and whoever else happens to be hanging out with them in Japan at the time. And it's called Talk and Shop. It's part of Major League Wrestling Radio. And if you want a quick listen every week of just hearing these funny dudes like shoot the shit, that's a pretty good one. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's enough about New Japan, I guess. Most of our listeners probably don't even watch it. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to be watching it pretty regularly, so I made those little updates here and there. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, I guess we should talk about Raw just a little bit. I'm, I can honestly say... I what happened. I was going to say, I can honestly say Monday night, I remember watching Raw and going... I was so tired. That wasn't a bad episode, mm-hmm. but I don't remember a damn yeah. thing. It's... Saturday now um, to we had break the fourth wall. The Katie Vick reference in the opening. We did have a yes. Katie Vick reference. <laughs> yes, I love that. Uh, that was probably the highlight of the show, wasn't it? Because let's see, we had Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Kane and Big Show. Who Again, <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Ryback. Who cares? Yep. Paige versus Brie Bella. I actually, this is funny. I actually wrote Derek question mark and the notes on that because I didn't pay attention to the match. And yeah, I figured neither Derek of would us talk did. About it. Yeah, <laughs> but he's yeah. not here. It wasn't a bad um, match. We had the in-ring promo with Rusev and Lana that John Cena interrupted. Okay, I got John Cena uh, injury information. Oh, I do want to talk about this, too. Well, yeah, his, he's got the eye thing going on. Yeah, I found out what it was. was it scratch cornea? Somehow he got a scratch cornea through that bruise, and they're, like, being super careful with him yeah. until it's healed. They say he's going to be ready for fast lane, but somehow a scratch cornea gave him a giant bruise under his eye. I'm guessing whatever gave him the giant bruise scratched his corner. Yeah. I would assume so. It was um, probably Nikki Bella. We probably do need <laughs> to mention that this is sort of a big turn for John Cena's character because 
old man Cena. He's going to be old man Cena. You know what? And I have a serious problem with the WWE (laughs) on this because of my geriatric Cena adjacent character that I had been developing. I believe Vince, like Derek said, is listening or checking in on my text messages. Yeah. Because I had developed this geriatric character. Well, based on Cena's moves, and okay. now all of a sudden, geriatric Cena's on Raw. Yeah. We mentioned Becky Lynch sucks, and the next week, Corey Graves does the same thing April and Derek did. Mm-hmm. The next week, we're like talking about Scoot doing his old man shuffle and turning it into Jackson geriatric Cena. John Cena. Yeah. The next week, we John have geriatric Cena. old yes. man Cena. What the fuck? And they are spying on us. When they do our anti-authority angle, April, it's over. I'm calling Vince McMahon and saying, hire our ass right now. Either that or we need to hire a lawyer. Oh, yeah, that'll never work. Are you kidding me? Think about how much money they have. They can hire, like, way better lawyers than we ever Yeah, but Yeah, but think about the exposure from... A, pot, a, a local podcast from South Carolina but suing the WWE. But we're still when it's all done. But it doesn't matter. No, we'll, we'll be... get it pro bono. I'm crippled. We'll say oh. it's a serious yes. project. I forget. I keep for, like <laughs> we, We'll play that card. Doug always has to remind me that he's crippled. <laughs> and he gets special treatment. <laughs> Damn right I do. <laughs> you remember Mick Foley being at a loss for words when he met me? Come this on. Is that is, we went that is to meet true. Mick Foley at this uh, local wrestling show in Gaffney. And, like, I go through, and it's one of those things where you have to pay to get your autograph and stuff, which is fine. I paid, and I got my picture with him, and, and he signed my book. Uh, Doug comes through, and Mick Foley, like, has, like, a 15-minute conversation with him. Yeah. <laughs> Super nice guy, number one. Uh, but it was funny, because he didn't want to ask me, like, why I was in a wheelchair. He couldn't, like, bring himself to say it. Yeah. And he was... I could see the gears turning of him trying to think of a He's way to formulate it. a sentence that yeah. wouldn't be offensive. And yep. he was like, so uh, what's going on here? And I'm like, <laughs> you mean about my disability? He's like, yeah. So I just gave him my spiel and whatever. Yeah. Super nice dude. Uh, gave me a free Mr. Socko. I yeah, need really to do friendly something guy. with yeah. that. Like frame it or some Where shit. It still? It's, like it's on it's the on fucking the shelf the over shelf. there with all my <laughs> okay, comic gotcha. book shit. Anyway, Mick Foley was a nice guy. We talked about it's fun, we, me and him when I talked to him for like the more, less than sixty seconds that I talked to him. <laughs> yeah. We talked about how awesome Sami Zayn is. Because yes, I was wearing you had your old lace shirt, yeah. shirt on. Yeah, um, he was a fan then. Yes, Although, he was. He said his son kept asking him where the Sami Zayn action figure, figure, which is happening, which now. is happening, but it looks like ass. It doesn't really look that good. But those little like. <laughs> Basic ones never do. True. The elite ones are always better. Yeah, that's true. Like the Super yeah. Slammers? Like the new page one. Have you seen it? I haven't seen the page one. It comes one. with the Divas belt and the NXT Women's Championship. Ooh. Belt, which I think is cool. Yeah. Derek See, though, com- comic books do the same shit with the toys. There's the ones for the kids that you know they're going to scratch up and yeah, beat into no each other. And then there's the ones that you know that adults are going to buy. Then there's the collectible $40 yeah. ones. I have an Iron Man one on my shelf. I did not buy it myself. But I have to admit, I really like it, so I have to not get into that because I will end up with action figures all yeah. over the apartment. Yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> um, uh, so back on Raw, then we had Dolph Ziggler versus Bray Wyatt. Of course, Bray won that one. Um, Bray's not losing till Mania. He's not. Uh, although, have you heard like the rumors that Undertaker is just like still not doing good, like not moving around well? And yeah, stuff? that's. I heard that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He he said straight up. I forgot who he said it to. It might have been Austin, but he said straight up. I'm still feeling concussion symptoms from that's last crazy. year. He probably shouldn't wrestle. He still... he probably needs to save it another year. I would say. Just well, it's very possible I don't want because... it to be like 
shitty. Right. Yeah. And everybody recovers from concussions differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, didn't it take Sidney Crosby like a fucking year for his? Oh, God, well, I don't want, even want to get into that. Yes, it did. <laughs> well, and then okay. when uh, the, the year that... Uh, uh, good thing Derek's not here because I'm not talking about NASCAR. Uh, the year that Dale Earnhardt Jr. got a concussion during their 10-race playoff chase right. at the end of the year in race two... He, was it like a wreck that he got? Yeah. Okay. He sat for the rest of the year. He yeah. was in the championship hunt and had to sit out the rest of the year because he couldn't he couldn't get his shit together with yeah. concussion symptoms, which yeah. that's crazy. They affect everybody differently. Yeah. Yep. Um, we had an in-ring promo with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Lots of Brian which Williams flying talk in there. I remember... There was probably some offensive stuff in that. <laughs> well, it yeah. was pretty bad. The line I remember is that yellow stuff running down your leg wasn't pineapple juice. Oh, about Roman Reigns. Like, That's yeah. a little racist, but uh, I I remember sitting on this your couch. This is the guy who thought it was okay to crucify a guy. Yeah, yeah. On ECW, so but he doesn't care. Sitting on your couch. That's a problem? I remember being really, really bored with Raw, and then Heyman and Brock came out, and I was excited. It wasn't that good. It wasn't their usual caliber. Like it's the whole show. No, but Heyman cool. came out and did his Heyman thing, and and not everything that Paul Heyman says is going to be gold. Right, because he makes so, it up. As so he that'll goes. be silver to bronze. But yeah. still, it was yeah. better than anything that Seth Rollins could have stumbled out of his mouth. Yeah, um, <laughs> or his pants. And Stardust versus New Day, which was like a carbon copy of the match apparently that happened on SmackDown. Yes, it was exactly the same yeah. as what happened. on You'll SmackDown. You know the only note for that that I have written down. I still hate the New Day, is all yeah, I wrote. I do. They, need to do, they need to turn them heel or do whatever they're going to yep. do with them. Um, um, backstage, Renee interviewing Brian. Uh, and then we go to Stardust, who's approached by Goldust, who speaks to him as his brother. Cody is enraged and shoves dust into the ground and hisses that Cody is dead. Yeah, yeah that's so, a little much. But I, I, really, I really do like the fact that now that, that Cody has gone into this Stardust character... Um, and it appears to have completely enveloped him into where now crazy mentally he's he's only yeah. stardust. But it's, are, it's really got a good comic book feel to it. Are they gonna I'm develop in that it? Storyline. I just are they gonna give it enough time to do it justice? Because y'all are right. It's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. It's something I can't think of being done before, where someone got if it's lost. It's not headed to those two fighting each other at WrestleMania. It needs to be. I'm not if someone and here got we are lost. in February, so that's going to happen in April. Yeah, that they need to they need to step up their game in the next two months. Well, of, they got time still. But that but, doesn't mean that Vince will do anything with the time he has. I mean, is there any other time that someone's gotten lost in their character like that? Because I don't think that would be that's the most original thing they've done since I started yeah, watching in a while. again. Um, and I dig it. I like Cody a lot, mm-hmm. and I also think it's funny if you follow Cody on Twitter. He just tweets about playing Wii U all day and shit. Yeah. He's yeah, like, I'm playing Hyrule Warriors. I'm beasting. And he swears up and down he's not Gold Dust mm-hmm. or Stardust. And then Stardust yeah. just tweets out astrological facts all the time. Yes. Stardust Twitter is so funny. <laughs> um, all right. We had an entering promo with Triple H now where he calls out Sting. Uh, tells <sighs> him he wants his answer and Sting, the whole light thing and. The, the guy that wasn't seeing. Yeah, who do we know who that was? Yeah, well, on Reddit says that it was uh, the guy who trained Dean Ambrose was there. Oh, it was Cody Hawk. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. I made the guess that it was Fandango, and people on Twitter found that hilarious. It was a short dude. That's all <laughs> well, I knew. See, they in WCW, 
the NWO had a fake sting. Yeah. So I was wondering if Triple H was doing some of that bullshit. No. But he's I think not. It was supposed to be him. Sting, sting hired Cody Hawk to represent him. Yeah. But I have to say, this is the first Sting thing they've done. I don't have beef with. Yeah, it was done well, I think. Because the he was very Sting like. Right. He's yeah. not going to answer you for real. He mm-hmm. still didn't speak. He has not spoken a single word no, in the WWE, which I love. And all the, he's done is look and point. The mm-hmm. video package. Was just pure fucking gold. Like yeah, that was good. the fade in letters. It could have been stupid, and maybe I'm just a giant sting mark. I don't know. But you are. oh god, <laughs> yeah, I seriously. was so happy. <laughs> you know what I really want, but it'll never happen. I want a Sting Solomon Crow tag team. Hmm, that's interesting. I want Sting to do one match in NXT with Solomon Crow. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Because they keep doing the crow noises for Sting, the crow noises for Solomon. Yeah. I want them to come together and be like this all powerful tag team. Mm-hmm. That comes out with just like a and flock even, of birds. Yeah, and even if just Solomon Crow fights and Sting's just standing there because he's yeah. fifty years old, that's he's, fine with me Solomon too. Solomon Crow is the guy that fights for Sting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Basically, his minion. That would be fun. Uh, we have the Usos versus Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, um, and then they <laughs> say Rikishi's going into the Hall of Fame at the end of that match. Yeah, which um, was spoiled. The match was a fun match. You know, I never get tired of watching these guys, but I made the note, you know, ask me that again in two months when we're still watching the same match. <laughs> but I feel like it's heading down the same road. Cesaro and Kid are switching it up enough yeah. to me. Like, they're Hopefully not doing they the exact doing same things. They they did the same thing with the Usos and Miz and Miz Dow. Right, yeah. I don't understand. And I thought I would never get tired of watching Miz and Miz Dow, and I but did. But we all are. Yeah. yeah. I want to know why Rikishi got into the Hall of Fame. He was around for a long time. I dude. don't care who goes into the Hall of Fame. The WWE Hall of Fame is kind of a joke. Oh, I so. understand that, but still, I mean, you literally you won. They put in like okay, the, how long has the WWE been around? Not, not that long. It's not like baseball or anything. No, WWE's been around. And baseball puts in like what, I think two, they said like, it was the '60s that Vince Senior five guys every yeah, year, roughly. right? Maybe they they're putting in like eight people every year like they're gonna yeah. run out of people to put in yeah they're gonna have to retire john cena quickly you know, <laughs> right? yeah. so they need to s- slow down no it's weird with rikishi mean something when you put literally every fucking body in there. because the, the i mean if you're looking at just things he accomplished while he was other than rubbing ass in everybody's face <laughs> which i don't know if you it's guys a memorable character of the attitude era i don't know if you guys Every the memorable only reason. character of the Attitude Era is going to go in the Hall of Fame at yeah. some point. I don't yeah. know if you guys were listening, but Booker T would not talk about it when they showed the video package and showed Booker T's face getting Rikishi didn't asked. Thro- okay, I read on the internet, I haven't seen it or anything, but didn't he like throw up on Michael Cole or something? Probably. Like, after he got the stink face? I um, It's very possible. I've been watching a lot of 2000, and Rikishi's a big deal in 2000. Like People love him. He's over mm-hmm. as fuck. And it's all he does is he's a giant fat man who is athletic. Yeah, he won. Um, he had the inter- for some reason. Now I will say I think I mentioned it last week. I was impressed by his uh, splash from the top of a steel cage. Yeah, a four hundred pound man doing that—that that mm-hmm. was cool. But I appreciate the Attitude Era for what it was. But yeah, but I he, feel like there's a reason that I didn't like wrestling back then. then. Yeah, and it's because that sense of humor is not mine. Right, and that's the thing. Like. He was in a group of the most over guys, and they were pure comedy. Mm-hmm. It was like his finisher was doing the worm, and then he punched you. It was weird as hell. 
and it and the worm he stole from a tag team called Too Cool. Yeah. So I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna wait for the hate it, to roll in about it, me not liking the Attitude Era. It's not that I don't like the Attitude Era, but you understand what it is because you weren't a fan then. That's the problem. The people who are gonna give you hate. Yeah. Watched growing up with the Attitude Era. Like it'll be like me hating yeah. you. See, I'm, that was my shit. I'm but, not gonna hate because if you look back and go, okay, where what are we considering the Attitude Era? What years? Like ninety seven. Uh, not 02? even ninety seven. Like ninety nine to like like. No, 98 was 98, definitely Attitude yeah, Era. Yeah, like 98 to like 01. All right, like well, if, really if, we're at, if we're in 1998, I was 14. Mm-hmm. So that was totally the coolest shit in the history of the world. And I remember being that age, right? I remember middle school, the suck it thing was happening. Yeah. Right? Seventh grade. And these guys would walk around the school saying suck it to everyone, and I wanted to punch them in the face. Like, I thought yeah. they were stupid. It wasn't attractive. These guys <laughs> did not have girlfriends. It wasn't supposed to be attractive. They did not have girlfriends, okay? Because they were assholes. But yes. they were all in the know. They knew what was up with wrestling. <laughs> well, you know what? In the seventh grade, I was listening to music that no one at my school had ever heard of because I was on my way to being a giant hipster. Thank God I got off that road. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone had their thing. Everyone True. felt like they yeah. were in the know of something. Yeah. They yeah. were in the know of something that I thought was stupid. Yes, and it still is. I, like yeah. I said, I'm rewatching it. It's awful. But, but I mean, if you think about it, that's what they were going for. Yeah, and seventh you, grade boys at that age are going to think that that's funny. You got to rock. Seventh grade girls are not. No. I think wrestling now is more of a product that girls can watch, even though the divas are a joke. Well, they put a butterfly on that belt just for you, ladies. Not even. <laughs> not even. I'm not even talking about WWE. I'm talking about wrestling. Oh yes. Other than WWE, because honestly. The wrestling that I watch, WWE's like fifth or sixth down on the list. It really is. And I, that's excluding NXT. Yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. But. All right. But let's get back to talking about WWE. <laughs> fifth or sixth down on the all right. List. I hate to run all the way back to the beginning of this episode, but oh, I yeah. missed it at the beginning. Uh, the Paige and Brie match. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else noticed. What the fuck was up with Nikki's shoes? I didn't even know. I they didn't were see like, shoes. They were like tennis shoe high I think heels. I went to the bathroom. Yeah, you did. You were like, I don't give a fuck, and left. They were literally tennis shoe high heels. And I think it was almost over by the time you came back. And it was just ridiculous. Uh, That's all I wrote about it was Nikki's shoes, what the fuck. I mean, I hate, I'm not a high heel wearer anyway, but... Neither am I. The, the, like, the (laughs) high heel tennis shoes are just, like... Yeah, they they weren't, like, Nikes that you put a heel on, but they had a sneaker look and were a good three, four inch. look trashy. Well, it is Nikki Bella. Yeah, but she doesn't always look trashy. Sometimes she looks okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think she's she always like looks trashy. She's 75% of the time looking trashy. <laughs> okay, so only three quarters of the time does she look yeah, trash. Yeah, right. another quarter of the time she spends enough money that she looks okay. It spends enough of Cena's well, money to look okay. She look okay if they spend as much money on clothes and shit as she does. You're right. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. <laughs> Sankara versus Damien Mizdow. This was funny. Uh, Miz is in the director's chair on the side. Yes. Um, did the back of his sets up for him? Did the back of his director's chair say "Moneymaker"? Possibly. I probably. I didn't look. Um, the it, highlight of this he, match. He directs the match from the chair. Pretty much. So he stops the match and makes Mizdow come get him some water and open it for him. And the crowd starts chanting to Miz, you're from Cleveland. Yes. <laughs> and Miz answers, at least it's not Columbus. Better than Columbus. Yeah, yeah. That, was yeah that that was the highlight <laughs> of the night for me. That, that was so You're from Cleveland. At least perfect. it's not he Columbus. Yeah. yeah. 
He reacted perfectly to that. Yeah. Um, Ms. Dow goes for the figure four, and Ms. jumps up and gets mad and says he's doing it wrong, and then he says, get your own, get your own move. And I think we discussed this on Monday, April, but yeah. uh, Ms. mediocre in the ring at best. Mm-hmm. He, he botches he's shit. He's got like six moves. Way. But as far as character and mm-hmm. selling and everything else, fucking A plus player on exactly. every other thing, and it's yes. great. Um, so that distracted Ms. Ms. Dow, uh, and Sankara got the roll-up pin. Ms. Dow looked really tired of Ms. shenanigans at the end of this match. He looked angry. Very, like, that's That's the most angry. emotion I've seen on his face in a long yeah, time. They they were, roll it over. sitting in the ring and having the argument with him yeah, at the Yeah, and ropes. he looked pissed off. Yep. Are they going to roll it over to Mania, you think? I think so. Okay. It's a big match. I, I, I would play. like it at Mania. I don't want it at Fastlane because I'm going to ignore it if it's at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> after that, we get another Bray Wyatt promo. This one clearly aimed at The Undertaker. Because the other ones weren't clear enough. I mean, they were pretty clear, <laughs> but this one was very, very clear. Um, and then we have Dean Ambrose versus Curtis Axel, who is still salty about the Rumble. Axel Mania. Did anybody yeah. see the justice for Axel sign yeah, in the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, still tweeting about it. They're in, like, Abu Dhabi. He's like, Axel Mania running over the world. I'm like, you're a stupid Speaking shit. Speaking of them being in Abu Dhabi... Sammy went to Abu Dhabi. He did right after takeover. He only yeah. on like so he two was hours not of sleep. The tapings that they did the next night. He was in Abu Dhabi. So. Well, he's probably injured. Yeah. So yeah, that would work. That's true. He probably still felt like shit getting on a plane and flying to Abu Dhabi after oh, yeah. taking that ass like whipping and sleeping for less than an hour. Um. Anyway, so Ambrose. Back to this. Ambrose quickly wins with Dirty Deeds, uh, and then he calls out Barrett from the ring and says he wants a title shot. Barrett comes up on the Titan Tron with B and Z and says yeah. Ambrose doesn't just get a title shot because he wants one. He doesn't deserve it. Um, Ambrose looks mad after that. Ambrose has to act like Owens to get his title shot. Yeah. The crawler at the bottom of the B and Z screen is fantastic. It's, yeah. it's the best thing That's, about the B and Z. Because there was, I believe on this one, there was something about a monkey running for mayor of El Paso. Yes. <laughs> There's also like something about like nursing home residents escaping. In Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, okay, and then the main event we have Brian and Reigns versus Rollins, JJ, J and J Security, Kane and Big Show. Uh, this is all just kind of a clusterfuck. Yeah, it really was. We did not give a fuck by then. No, no like, and meh. then halfway through the damn thing, Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback come out and take out half of the damn five on two. Yeah. Um, it does kind of seem still that like Reigns is slowly turning heel a little bit because he sneak tagged himself in at the at the end for the yeah end. he did make a hot tag yeah, yeah and then uh, Brian and Reigns sort of have a stare down Brian shoves Reigns and then Reigns spears Brian Brian yelled at him about laying down for the entire match he's yeah. like you laid down outside the room. <laughs> I did everything yeah I um, kind of want them to play up they won't but I want them to play up Brian is a better wrestler. That should be the whole feud. Like, I am a better wrestler than you. You should not beat me. And then Reigns actually beats him and goes full heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would beat. make sense. Yeah. Um, also, we had uh, the vignettes. I don't remember when they were, but we had the vignettes for Seamus' return. Um, yeah, they were throughout the night the same one. It didn't say when. It just said he yep. was going to return. I don't really care. Whatever. I don't what I thought would have been really funny is toward the end of that 5-on-2 match, if Daniel Bryan and... Uh, Jamie Noble would have just said fuck it and had a real match. 
<laughs> I saw someone, I was watching that, and I'm like, you know, it'd be hilarious. And then someone tweeted it, and I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one. <laughs> All right. I just started going into it. Uh, Scoot, what happened on Total Divas? Uh, Total Divas this week actually wasn't that bad. Um, it's if I remember correctly, because it's been a fucking week. Um, it opens up with Nikki Bella outside John Cena's huge estate in Tampa. He's a big ass house. Talking about they're going to work out. Well, John Cena comes out in a wrestling singlet and a luchador mask. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> and he starts he uh, starts stretching and uh, doing exercises and. Pictures. And Nikki looks confused and doesn't understand what he's doing. And then he, like, takes off running at her, like, full arms up to the side of the head. And she kind of gets scared and freaks out. It was pretty funny. John Cena may be boring on TV, but he seems like pretty cool. He is fucking hilarious. He's also very smart because he shows how dumb Nikki is on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. Because there was an episode a while back where she was looking at a picture in his house from World War II. And he's like, do you know who any of these people are? And she's like... Is that Hitler? And he's like, no, that's Winston Churchill. Oh God! <laughs> and it was like it was Churchill and and Stalin and all and all those guys together. My special wow. needs fifth graders know that. And FDR, and she had no idea that FDR was that was the president in the forties. Oh it was God. fucked up. Oh my God! Um, then they showed the Hell in a Cell match, um, Brie versus Nikki, which Nikki of course won. Um, apparently, there's beef between Ariane, aka Cameron, and Alicia Fox. Uh, that apparently has been going on the whole time that Cameron has been in WWE. Uh, I don't even so know who Cameron is. I don't think I would get along with. She was one of half them, of so the totally Funkadactyls okay. with Naomi. Okay. Uh, so Arion they. and Cameron are the same person. Yeah. Okay. And Naomi and Trinity are the same person. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. So Rosa thinks it's a great idea because apparently Paige is in Malaysia, doing something. Okay. Rosa always has the dumbest idea. She put them together, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they okay. they took a they took a road trip she, to Los Rosa Angeles. Did the same shit last season. To Summer Rae and Natty. And Natty. Yeah, and like, that turned into a brawl on the side of a highway. Listen, two people that hate each other, it's never a good idea to put them in a car or close yeah, quarters well, for a weekend trip together. It's not well, gonna work. Yeah, Rosa decides that the three of them, because, um, like I said, Paige is in Malaysia doing something. I don't know why the fuck you would go to Malaysia other than to kill the Prime uh, Minister. WWE <laughs> sends their people to these weird places every once like the Abu Dhabi thing now. Yeah. So they all go to L.A. and it turns into a big caddy mess. Um, Does every they episode ask, of Total Divas have some point that's a big caddy mess? Yes. Okay. Yes. But they, they're by a pool. You've seen one, you've seen them all. They're by a pool at a hotel and Rosa asked the... Uh, the guy who's bringing them the drinks, their waiter or whatever, if Ariane looks like any celebrity, and he says Halle Berry, and Alicia Fox makes this horrible face. Then they ask the same question about Alicia Fox, and he says Rihanna, and then Ariane goes, yeah, maybe a ratchet-ass Rihanna. (laughs) So then they get into a big heated argument. It turns out the only reason that Alicia Fox hates Ariane is because she thought she was her replacement coming into WWE. That's why they all hate each other. This is the stupidest shit I'd ever seen. So they, I'm conv- I mean, Summer Rae is kind of a bitch, but I'm convinced part of the reason Natty hated her is because she's another blonde in WWE. Yeah, that's the same reason that Eva Marie went. I'm going red. I'm not going dark because the Bella Twins are dark haired. Yeah, they are all insane. Um, and apparently in this episode, uh, Natty has a lot of fucking problems. <laughs> um, her house was being fumigated, so it had this big. <laughs> fucking tarp over the top of it. Let me clarify. A lot of fucking first world problems. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> she's a lot of first world problems. Her dad having bad health. Uh, that's not. That's, that's legit. Yeah. 
um, her car was in the shop. Because she then, wrecked it because she thought she was she high. Re- that was no, no, that, that was a rental car. That oh, was okay. her car. Her car was legit in the shop. And then the shit she's got going on with her husband, her and TJ are fighting. So That's fake. Yeah, well, it played up for the show either way. Wasn't one of them moving out of their house? Well, in, never actually in this it. episode, you don't see TJ at all. You just see Natty. And it ends up that she's going to move in. because he's too busy broing it up with Cesaro. Right? It's amazing is what it is. <laughs> she's going to move in with uh, Jay and Naomi just in their apartment. Just while her house is being. Yeah, while her house is being fumigated. So Not she's like got moving in with them. No, so she's got Staying two. with them. Yeah, so she's got two cats. Yeah. She's got the two furry cats. She's got uh, yeah, Louie and Machiavelli. Yeah. Well, she ends up running back into the house while it's got the fucking fumigation tin on it to get a bowl that they lay in. Oh, that one she's always taking Instagram yes. pictures mm-hmm. of the cat in. So uh, then they get into an issue there. Uh, I think Naomi actually lights incense next to the cat box because one of them took a big shit and it stunk. Uh, and then there were, there's hair all over the apartment and it just... Yeah, if you don't have pets and then you have someone staying with you that has pets, that mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So that turned into a whole dramatic thing, and, and Natty pretty much threw herself her own fucking pity party. And Naomi basically had to slap her around and be like, hey, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. So then, moving on. So I thought Naomi and them, I guess they're still on there some. Yeah, she's just not one of the featured players anymore, I guess. Um, Nikki and Brie Bella get into it over their career as the Bella Twins because uh, she finds out that Brie and Brian don't use protection, nor is she on birth control. Uh, they yeah. use they use the pullout method. <laughs> this was actually mentioned in the show. They use the pullout method. Then they show we know way too much about these people, right? So then it shows Nikki in the little single, you know, talking to the camera that she does, and she actually makes the statement that she can't stop thinking about her sister's sex life, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. So that goes on for a little while. Um, Nikki, no, excuse me. Yeah, Nikki actually goes to Mark Carano and goes, if one of the Bella twins gets pregnant, what happens? And he's like, run that by me one more time. (laughs) And and then Nikki's like, oh, yeah, Bree's got baby fever and all this crap. And they're talking about merchandise. And they finally decide that the Fearless brand can go on its own if something were to terribly happen. But then Carano immediately wants to talk to Bree about this baby fever. But they didn't ever go into that on the episode. I think at this point the Bellas are separate enough in their personalities and stuff that they could mm-hmm. be okay if the other one didn't want to wrestle. Or I mean, they made them feud for three months. Yeah, I mean, Nikki has her uh, Fearless shit going on. Mm-hmm. And then Bree Mode's got her boob job and stuff. Yep. And then Bree <laughs> has her plaid that she wears. And, Daniel and fake Daniel Bryan. And- Mode and yeah, they would be okay. Uh, another funny point in the in the episode, um, they're all the uh, Ariane, Alicia, and Rosa are all getting dressed. They're going to go out or whatever. And some reason there's Vinny's there and music's playing and Vinny's always there when you don't want him. And to he be does there. he didn't say anything this time, so that was good. He didn't okay. speak. <laughs> uh, but Ariane starts twerking. Yeah. And then Rosa attempts to twerk oh, and fails fucking miserably. <laughs> she can't twerk at all. I'm not surprised. Uh, let's see. Uh, I still hate Ariane's voice. I want to murder yes. it. That's one of the um, reasons I can't watch the show anymore. Really? Just yeah. because, well, she hadn't been on there a lot. Simply because of her voice. I can understand that. Um, and because Eva Marie just is fucking dumb. She hasn't been on there either. Mm. I guess she's still recovering from surgery. Who knows? Mm. But the last thing I have here is that... Uh, Brian, Bree, and Nikki all go to dinner, and they're discussing 
you know, how come you guys don't use protection or whatever? Maybe they want a baby. Right. Well, there's a there's a small part where they're uh, I they're apparently like digging a fucking garden at their house. Yeah, they're hippies. And uh, yeah, and and Bree's telling Brian about you know, oh, Nikki brought this up, whatever, and he's like, look, if you want to make a baby, we can go make one in fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Daniel Bryan. Like, that's so amazing. Much. So uh, they're having dinner and. Nikki and Bree get to arguing, and both of them just get pissy and decide they're not hungry anymore. They're like, I've, I've lost my appetite. Daniel Bryan <laughs> keeps eating. He looks at both of them and he like... all of their food. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. I'm still eating. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. And that, that is all I have this week for right. Total Divas. Yeah. Every episode sounds the same to me. Shh. Um, <laughs> all right. So some other notes of other stuff that happened. Um, apparently, Ring of Honor went to Sinclair, which is like the company that owns them okay. recently, uh, to try to increase their budget. Uh, they mm. wanted to get more money and build up their show to be bigger than TNA. They wanted to be number two. Okay. Huh. Which to me is exciting. That I is exciting. It. I think they're not quite there yet. They don't have the name recognition that TNA has with Kurt Angle. And right, but like if they had had the talent they had... When they were WWE's That's farm. That's the problem. They've been culled. Like, everyone's yeah. gone out of Ring of Honor that was really good. And what's left is still okay, but it's not like what yeah. it was when you had Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and Steen and Generico and all these people there. Um, I think they need to build themselves up a little more before they try to do that. But anyway, Sinclair turned them down and told them they need to either cut their cost or be smarter with what money they have. Fair. So, Ouch. Yeah. Um, what is Sinclair? Like, what do they do? Sinclair, so it's like Sinclair Broadcasting or something. They're a broadcasting. Yeah, it's kind of like Clear Channel or any. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're owned Fuck by that. their conglomerate like that. They need to get sold. Um, earlier this week, Wrestling Observer reported that Vince had changed his mind about the WrestleMania 31 main event. Did you guys read about that? Yes, I no, saw I the rumors. Not. His plan now is to go with the triple threat. Brian Which Reigns. leads me to believe, if that's okay. true... That this Brian Reigns at Fastlane is going to end in a double countout or double knockout Some or way. something stupid. Some kind of DQ so there's Jeff. no real winner. So he has to put them both in. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it makes sense. So it's going to be Brian Reigns and Lesnar is what we're potentially looking at. Yeah. Okay. That's apparently the plan at this point. See, which I don't like. I feel like, okay, you can't just give in to every fan whim. Right. You need to have better writing. Uh, yeah. But, but every time the fans boo loud at your show, you can't just change and do what they want. That's see, not, that's not going to make anyone happy in the long run. I don't know if any of it's true because Triple H is basically a fucking politician. Well, it's, it's, it's but, practically a dirt sheet. I mean, any of it might not be true. But Triple H was saying on Austin's podcast that the Brian plan was in place for like eight months. They were always going to put him in that WrestleMania. So is that true? Because if that's true... That means they aren't succumbing to what the crowd thinks. Vince just wants to push you in the pool first, and then he'll give you what you want. I really don't want to succumb to the fact that WWE is actually that fucking smart. Mm -hmm. They might be, though. If they are, that's a a new level of respect for me if that was the plan all along. um, But Vince is... I don't understand why he would cave... Because he's gonna make his money. Mm-hmm. He's in making spite his of money. himself. Yeah, 
We'll see, I guess, when WrestleMania rolls around. What the? Well, deal. really, we'll see at Fastlane. Yeah. Because that'll answer any question. Cause if, we won't. Well, that's true. We'll be seeing <laughs> the Young Bucks. Yeah. But you folks who don't aren't going to see the Young Bucks will. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, Alex Riley hasn't been on the Raw pre-show. Yay! And he wasn't on commentary at NXT Yay. this past week. That's because he's coming back. As a no. Wrestler. Saw that on Reddit. Yeah. It's it's not even like a little bit. He yeah. might. He is straight up doing like, house I knew, shows. Like yeah, like there was all of that stuff is that he might, and then I he is like it's happening. And he's getting maybe it don't, was don't spoil anything. Have you read NXT spoilers? No, 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 no. Okay, maybe it was his ego. It was a Twitter thing today. It was okay. like about a house show, but he was tweeting about the reaction from the crowd and how great it was and how he was almost in tears because he never thought he'd be welcome back. His Twitter is sad to me. Like it makes me sad. It is he the most pathetic like, thing ever. Like I've thumbed man. through it. I don't yeah. follow him. Ugh. Anyway. But I, you know I hate Alex Riley to begin with. Well, I do too. So maybe he'll be a good heel. Maybe. <laughs> if I legitimately hate him. Um, the January 20th main event has been added to the network. Apparently they're going to go up late. Like a month late. Until what? they can air them live again. I don't know when that That's be. weird. Yeah. They just can't put them on for a certain amount of time. Right, because of Sky. Um, I wanted to start doing a little podcast rundown every week. Because you, you mentioned the interview that you listened to last week. Yep. Um... This week, uh, DJ Peter Rosenberg is on Stone Cold's podcast. Both versions, Unleashed yes. and Regular. Uh, there's a part one and part two, so you might want to listen yep. to both of them. Um, I've only listened to the first part so far. I haven't listened to either. Is it good? Um, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Okay. Um, Shawn Michaels is on Jericho. Jericho, yep. Um, and Adam Cole was on Jim Ross and Sam Roberts. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's surprising. Yes. So, I've listened to Adam Cole on Sam Roberts. It was really good. I've heard he talks a little bit more about his old buddies from the indies, Kevin Steen, and on the Jim Ross one, but I haven't listened to it yet. So, I'm excited to listen to that. I'm really behind on my podcast this week. I haven't spent a lot of time in the car. That's pretty much the only time I listen to them. Um, Okay. And Colt this week has Cody Diener. Yeah, I saw that too, but I don't don't know who that is. I guess he's an indie guy, probably. Never heard of him. That'll probably be the best one. But it's always good, even when Colt has someone on there that I've never heard of. Like this week, it's still in, it's still interesting. Well, that's like the the when you got me started listening to Colt, um, and then I learned so much about Doctor Tom Pritchard, and then we end mm-hmm. up at Big Time Wrestling. I'm like, holy he's shit! There, yeah, that was kind of cool that he was yeah, there right that after was that. Awesome. I love Tom Pritchard. All right, um, this is probably the most exciting stuff that I read this week. Triple H had a conference call, like on Tuesday, I think. Yep. Uh, hyping up the NXT thing. And there were some takeaways from this. I got more from this than I did his podcast with Stone Cold, yes. I think. That makes sense, because um, like one, Doug said, he's all political. One point, he said he hopes NXT will be a full touring brand by 2016. Hell yes. That'll be amazing. Yes, that means we can go see them every time they're remotely close. So, does that mean he doesn't want them to move up to the main roster? I don't know. Like, I got some things out of this that makes it seem like he wants to build up the brand, and that would mean keeping some people down there. Because NXT is better than SmackDown. Because you can't build up the brand if you have a rotating door. Yeah. People still learning. When's the last person who went up? Ascension? Yeah. Yep. The Ascension. But before that, it was like Rusev and Bo Dallas. And that was a good year, wasn't it? That was like, yeah, the Rumble. Last last year. year. Yeah, okay. Huh. Yeah, because um, the only person that, that you know, like you said, the only people that have gone up since I've been watching NXT the is the Ascension. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was asked about how the Divas are used, 
as opposed to the NXT women wrestlers. Um, Triple H says that NXT has a much different audience than WWE, and they look at female competitors differently. But I also read this week, um, this is from a dirt sheet too. That people were bitching on the main roster, right? Yeah, that there was some anger and frustration on the main roster because of the freedom. They're not mad at the NXT wrestlers per se, but they're upset at the freedom that they have. They can do moves that they aren't allowed to do in WWE. I don't understand how you're not allowed to do something. can have real matches, which they... It's creative differences between the two shows. And if I was on the main well, roster, I would be frustrated. One, too. though, NXT's not worried about keeping a rating and sponsors. Mm-hmm. We gotta admit that. That's true. Um, so they can, they can get away with out. a little yeah. more... But I mean, even people who were on the fence about watching NXT, I see every day on Reddit someone coming in there saying, I never took the time to watch NXT. I didn't think I had time to add more wrestling. I just watched Raw. I watched NXT. Holy shit, it's amazing. Yeah, I've right. never ever seen one post on reddit or anywhere on the internet of someone who said i watched nxt and i didn't really think it was good i didn't like it i saw it it one time and i think it was a troll probably yeah so i mean if it's this many people are liking it maybe they should start trying some of this stuff i mean it would be good especially if it's in company to have something to push raw Mm -hmm. to not suck i mean how often do we watch raw and go Fuck this. I mean, a lot of people will free, freely tell you back when SmackDown and Raw were separate rosters. It was it awesome. It was a better show. Yeah. 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 You know? Because they weren't repeating what happened on Raw mm-hmm. and SmackDown. Well, it's like I've said before on this, that uh, you don't miss anything what, not watching SmackDown. Yeah, I didn't watch SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Nothing... I haven't watched SmackDown since the first week it moved to Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. With the casket match. That was the first week with Thursday, yeah. 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 And then it, that was the, That's the one SmackDown I've watched this year. But they kept acting like it's going to be relevant, and then they just repeat themselves, so it's stupid. It's mm-hmm. the same old, same old with SmackDown. That's really yeah. a shame. They have There's a lot of potential with that, and they do nothing with it. Um, he, Triple H uh, was asked about how Hideo Itami is handling the move to Florida. He says it's a rough transition, and he's still waiting for the light bulb to go off with Itami. And I can see that. I think a little it's bit. off. I think I it's see that a little bit, but I think it's one of the, it's almost like one of those those dimmer lights that you turn up slowly. It's, the, yeah. it's not like it's gonna flick on all at once. Like it's gonna slowly come together with him, I think. And I think just putting him side by side with Finn, mm-hmm. Finn jumped so quick mm-hmm. and a Tommy's taking a little longer. So But I don't think it's gonna help to have them wrestling each other because it's not gonna teach them what they need to know. No, they need to yeah. go throughout the roster. No, now but that to, one match with those two was amazing. I was about to say to have them two <laughs> wrestle each was other so was it would be was entertaining great. for yeah. us, but it's not gonna help them no, it move won't, forward. Because no, yeah. they'll just be doing the same thing that they've right. been doing. Uh Triple H singles out William Regal as the preeminent guy when it pertains to scouting out independent wrestlers. I think we kinda knew that already. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's actually going to like PWG and stuff to find guys. You know what would be nice would be to meet William Regal at um, one of these indie shows we go to. Yeah. So that, that, that cool. was from the conference call. But then, again, Triple H did like a Q&A on Twitter leading up to NXT. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and he did mention on that Q&A, someone asked him, where does he see NXT in five years? And he says he sees it as a massive competing brand. Mm-hmm. With Should Hall. be. And that makes me excited. That makes me excited. 
And if they're smart, I don't know if Vince agrees with that. <laughs> if they're smart, be they'll do it because it's just double the money. Vince if you make NXT the same level of Raw, he's the devil. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, like they're gonna make money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love this. Triple H just needs to fucking take all that shit and go. Just like leave WWE and have it as his own company. Oh my god! There if he took NXT. Cut the cord yeah. and ran off. Holy fuck. What if that happened at some point? Like, Stephanie and Trips finally just I would, have, have enough. I would find a way to stand up Sell all their WWE stock, leave the company, and take that money from selling all their WWE stock and make NXT, like, the next... WWE stock is doing really well, happen, by the way. I'll probably have dreams yeah. about that now. <laughs> yeah, you will. You'll wake up and be disappointed. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of it. Did you guys have anything for this week? Um, just a random observation from the year 2000. If your current feud is with the announcers, <laughs> you're probably not going to be successful in the WWE. You are irrelevant. Taz is fighting Jerry Lawler. Not just one pay-per-view, but two pay-per-views in a row. Ooh. And taking JR hostage, and it's fucking awful. That so, Indicator, if you are in a beef with the so announcers... you're in 2000 now. You're yes. doing 2001 next? Yeah, I'm going I'm going 2001 sure. to 2012. That's apparently, my plan. Apparently, you're getting close to the invasion. Angle. Yes, and apparently it's completely botched. And I'm going to want to die ever. inside, oh but God. it's okay. <laughs> Just don't die outside. You're, you're a stronger person than I am. I don't know <laughs> if I'll ever go back and watch all of those in full. Um all right, so what song are we going out with this week? Uh, I believe we decided on Beck in honor of him finally winning a big Grammy. Yeah. Uh, Beck Sex Law. And fuck so. Kanye West. Yeah, and fuck Kanye, as always. <laughs> Although I have to second April on the fact that if you're watching the Grammys to see who wins the awards, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, Valid. No one gives a shit. Valid. I'm still pissed off about the year that... Death Cab for Cutie, I Will Follow You Into the Dark, lost best song to My Humps. Ugh. That song makes zero sense. And actually, WatchMojo.com does a Ugh. top ten songs that make no fucking sense. And my hopes. And that's one of them. Yeah. Yes. All right. So let's uh, let's play let's it plug out. our shit. Cause, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's... Follow me on Twitter at April is missing. Follow me on Twitter at at t h e s c o o t three r the scooter and at Osnogger. And we will catch y'all next week. Enjoy back. Adios.